on the 12th of February. Design Observer is holding a symposium in Los Angeles. It's called Taste. Uh, it's on the subject of food and visual culture. Uh, and the intersection between those two really fascinating and very deeply interconnected uh, worlds. Just added to our program, I'm very excited to announce Scott Palmer, the founder of something called Kiva Confections, and designer Nathan Sharp, uh, who worked with him to create the packaging and, and sort of identity for uh, these confections, which are, hold on to your seat, Michael, cannabis-infused chocolates. Is that legal? It's medicinally legal. There These you are, go, yeah. uh, you know, who doesn't want their doctor pre to prescribe chocolate for them? I certainly have waited for that my whole life. Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> but of so course, the bigger so you're just in it for the chocolate. Yeah, I so realize, like, uh, like, yeah, yeah. I like that. others, yeah, others may come for the green part. I, on the other hand, just I'm all about I'm all about the sugar. Yeah, yeah. So um, like, yeah, yeah. Please, please prescribe cannabis for me because I need an excuse to eat chocolate. I really like really? that. Well done. It, 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 okay. it, it works both ways. Ways, actually. Uh, but really, the bigger question here is how, how does design shape what we consume and how do we come to think about that experience? And the, the title of the conference, Taste, I think really gets at this in a big way because, of course, uh, I've always joked that um, I want to write a book called uh, There's No Accounting for Taste, and we've all had clients who think they know better than we do and we think we know better than they do. So taste for a graphic designer, for, for anyone who works in the visual world, uh, is really a question of what is the appropriate visual expression of an idea, how does form reinforce content in a way that the professional visual person knows how to uh, sort of take it uh, there. Uh, but it's also obviously about what we consume, uh, what the palate consumes, what are our cultural patterns of consumption, what we think about when we eat, how we source food, how we forage for food, how we brand food. Uh, we've got a lot of really amazing speakers uh, talking about everything from uh, the crisis over the lack of a national policy for food security to, you guessed it, cannabis-infused chocolate. No, it's a, it's an unbelievably rich subject for a uh, uh, for a design conference. Uh, you know, and I think what makes it so fascinating isn't just the easy parts. Well, it's partly the easy things that I think, you know, all of us are aware of. You know, menu design is interesting. Packaging, you know, product pack, food packaging can be, you know, deliriously and suspiciously manipulative and everything else. But I think at the end of the day, um, you know, eating is something all of us do. And there are very few human activities where I think the range of expressions, and I'd even rate them as design expressions, related to that simple activity is so varied. You can say we all need to wear clothes, we all need to sleep under roofs, so architecture and fashion design can vary. But if you just think about how, you know, on a single busy urban block in any city in the world, you know, if you want to eat something, you can probably address that need. You can answer that need in so many different ways. Um, and those differences are really just about human imagination, you know. I mean, because the, the actual uh, uh, physical requirement to consume calories and nutrients and et cetera is basically, we know what that involves. And it's basically, you know, probably there's like just a handful of pills that would do that trick. Everything else we do on top of that is something we've done. That's a unique expression of human imagination, human, human creativity. And, and to the extent that there are many designers who are occupying themselves with bigger, deeper, broader questions about 
what impacts people's lives. There are designers working to create new kinds of material uh, solutions for 3D printing of food. There are designers who are recycling uh, things like mushrooms and uh, food waste to create building materials. There are designers working at the intersection of science and agriculture and policy to uh, reform ways of thinking about agriculture and farming practice and uh, dry farming in the case of the California water shortage. I mean, there's so many ways in which our visual and strategic interventions in, in, the, in the global diet, in the sustenance of that diet, in the delivery and uh, distribution of, of food and, uh, and, its, and its, uh, its sourcing. The, the, um, uh, Clement Mock, who is a designer of great renown and who is a partner in a very interesting uh, a suite of restaurants in California called Sugarfish. Uh, a delicious suite of restaurants, Unbelievable, delicious suite yeah. of, of well-known, uh, just, just extraordinary restaurants. Uh, has talked to me recently uh, about the complexity as a designer of just w what the uh, supply and demand relationship is to sourcing the actual product that is then served at the restaurant. So the idea that supply and demand is something that designers have to wrap their minds around in terms of food... Uh, distribution, and of course, distribution, as you rightly say, has everything to do with packaging, and that is very much part of the common currency of the designer. So it, we think that this is a subject that is really uh, ripe for discussion. This is going to be a fantastic conference and a particularly great condensed into a single day for a surprisingly, if you ask me, low price uh, conference where uh, you will really just get uh, overstuffed, if I can use that term, uh, uh, on food and visual culture. Uh, the date is February 12th, coming up next month, the Los Angeles Theater Center. Tickets are available at taste.designobserver.com. Uh, we hope we see you there.